Welcome, welcome, welcome into the Mostly Manly Show. I am your host, as always, Brad Manley. Hope everybody's doing real, real good. We're getting into what thinks it's going to be summer. Of course, here in Oklahoma, it's still, you know, May or what we like to call the rainy season. It's been silly. It has been silly. It's uh, it's that, that depressing gray with the rain. It's like, okay, you know. I understand that soon enough it's going to be 110, but a little bit of sunshine would probably be better for all concerned. I don't know. I don't need blazing heat, but sometimes the sunshine is kind of nice. I like, you know, if we get sun and a little bit of decent breeze as opposed to, you know, August Oklahoma wind that feels like it's you're sticking your face in a blast furnace. I like when you open, I used to, uh, we had a convection oven at the, kitchen I worked at and when you open that thing that blows you back and you know like your hair blows back and that's kind of how sometimes that Oklahoma wind in the the late summer when it's ugly feels like uh, let's get into some birthdays before I go much further um first one is a young lady named Savannah and uh, her mom's a friend of mine and I think we might we wish we gave her sister a shout out last week or two weeks ago. But Savannah turned 22, 22 years old. Things just starting to happen. 22, I think. Of course, I had already forgotten a bunch of stuff by the time I was 22. But Savannah obviously is doing better than me because I'm a nut. Um, so I hope uh, she had a very, very happy birthday, Savannah. Um, and my friend Audrey from... South Texas, um, lovely young lady, turned 29, 29 years old. Audrey, I hope you had a great day. Um, my friend Nancy's been my friend for a minute, and she also turned 29 last week, just the other day, actually, might have been yesterday, uh, depending on when you listen to this, I guess. This was yesterday, and you listen to it three months from now, and you go, wait, what? Or she does. Um, so happy birthday, my my buddy Haps from my uh, Legend of Puzzleverse Alliance. My buddy Haps had a birthday. I believe Haps was 52, 52 years young. Atta boy, atta boy. And uh, hopefully he had a good day. It sounded like he was. I know we spent a lot of time talking about wings the other day. So if you're talking about wings and your birthday's around, something good's going to happen. I can tell. I can already tell. You know what? An odd byproduct or side effect, side effect, I guess, of this wacky weather is the dogs are really just not that interested in going out in the rain. They just are not. Now, if, they, if they're if they super intent on peeing, they're like, okay, we'll go out. That's fine. Because they don't, knock on wood, I shouldn't say it out loud, but they don't, they just never have accidents. They're both older. They both know exactly what they're doing. You know, they never do. But generally, they're huge fans of me getting up, opening the door, and Emily will be behind Otis. Otis kind of the ringleader in this situation. And he pokes, you know, he's part basset, so he's long. And he'll poke part of his snoot out, the rest of his body clearly in the house. He'll poke part of his snoot out and he'll kind of sniff. And then he decides that that's, you know, really not going to work for him in his current situation. And so he looks up at me, backs up, and walks away from the door. Then I close the door, and then they both do this deal where they try to 
get a treat because they get a treat when they come back in. Now, I know a lot of people are like, well, that'll spoil them. But you know what it does do is when I call them, if I need to call them in a situation that I think could, you know, if there's lightning in the area, if a gate happens to be open, when I call them, they generally expect a treat. So they will come to me, you know, and you, you never want to find out the hard way that your, your dog is not going to listen to you in a situation when you need it to. So anyway, then they try to to work me into giving them a treat. And sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, depending, I guess, on how I feel. Um, which leads me to talk about something I found very interesting. I heard on another podcast. It was by people who, oh, I guess they research animal behavior and how animals deal with things. Like you see these people, they'll... um. They give they're sitting in a room with monkeys and they are chimpanzees or whatever, and they give them different tools and see how they'll use them, you know. Um, and to that effect, I've seen birds do it. We have, um, I think they're grackles or red winged blackbirds. I think the grackles do it. Uh, we have, well, we built almost a bird sanctuary. We have feeders and we have uh, a bird bath there. And what they'll do is they'll get the seed and they'll go up and they'll soak it in the water. So they'll use that so that the seed is easier to open. Well, so these animal behavior researchers, I guess they were trying to research whether or not dogs have the capacity to use tools. And what I found was terribly interesting, poignant, and hilarious is when they do it with a chimpanzee, they sit in the room with it and they hand it a tool and see what it does. They could not do that with dogs. Well, one, they don't have thumbs. But two, they could not do it while they could not try to get the dog to use a tool when the human's in the room. Because when the human's around, the dog uses the human as a tool. Think about that. I know that sounds funny. And I know a lot of people are tools. But the, the dog uses you to do the things it can't do. Like you don't use your hand to pound in a nail, you use a hammer because you can't. It can't open the door. It can't open the bag of treats. I mean, it could probably, not in the same way. But it can't open the door to go outside, so it uses you. It manipulates you. And manipulation has a bad connotation, but think about that, it does. It manipulates you to do to achieve its goals to get you to open the door so it can go out to potty to you know let you have you fix a blanket so it can curl up or like Otis does he lays on the couch starts to curl up he looks at me and he moans and then he gets covered up with a blanket because that's his favorite thing so they you know they use us as the tool which I thought was, you know, brilliant, I guess. Brilliant or frightening <laughs> that we can be so easily manipulated. Now, I don't know about cats. Cats do it too, I guess, because they meow at you until you feed them. But that's just more of a command, I think. Dogs are a suggestion. Cats are a command, you know. Cats, actually, cats have the bargaining chip. They're like, get me something to eat or I'm going to go up on the mantle and knock all your shit down one thing at a time and you're going to be forced to watch it. You know, that kind of thing. 
Why well, don't have cats? Because they are like that. They'll knock your stuff down. I got stuff I don't want to knock down. Dogs don't. Keep them happy. You know, rub their bellies, let them sleep on the couch. And pretty much the way a man would be, take care of them that way too. So, more dog things. My friend Kayla, um, who I gave a shout out to in a couple episodes ago. Anyway, my friend Kayla is, is working out of state. And she's got, um, her and her man are, um, they do, oh, like, driveway resurfacing and power washing and a lot of painting and that kind of thing. And they have their, um, she's got her pup with her. And it's a little terrier or Yorkie poo or something, you know, mixed like that. And apparently on one place, they were out near a field or near somewhere with long grass and her pup found a bunny. And I don't know if the bunny had been abandoned, but it was a, a, a young bunny, not an adult. And, uh, and she'd, you know, ended up taking it somewhere back in the grass. And so hopefully it could be reunited with this family or whatever. But the funny part about that is I always think, I always think about communication. I always do. And what it, it struck me is it might be funny is if all animals, all of them across the board, all of them. Like, is there a common tongue? Is there a common language that they all can understand aside from biting someone on the head? But like, um, I used to play Dungeons and Dragons when I was younger and I'm still, you know, I still dig that whole thing. But, you know, your characters spoke, you know, different dialects, or whatever. But then there was a language called common, which any intelligent creature, you know, could understand or understand you know the rudimentary parts of it so i'm wondering is there a common tongue among animals so can different species talk like when the the pup rolls up on the bunny does the bunny start talking a bunch of mess like oh look who it is mr too good to live in the wild anymore mr human's pet you know does the bunny talk shit and then the dog kind of gets a little bit embarrassed right you know, generations ago, your ancestors were out here sniffing butts and getting fleas in this long grass just like we do. You know, Mr. You know, human house living piece of crap, too good for the rest of us. Used to hunt for food like all of us. You know, it's crazy. And then the, the dog gets defensive. Hey, I hunt for food in the dish in the kitchen several times a day. You know, like that, like trying to defend his his rough lifestyle. You don't know how good you guys got it out here. Just doing whatever you want all the time. Last week, our cable was out on Tuesday for almost an hour. That was an absolute nightmare. That's what I want that. I want that to happen because I think that'd be hilarious. Because there's the movies, you know, where they do the cartoony movies where they all those different species can talk to each other, right? And what if, what if everything we know about animal behavior is them tricking us? Like, what if they're way smarter? You know, and every time you see it, you're like, here comes a lion. Oh, God, that lion's going to attack and eat that gazelle. And maybe they do, but maybe that's not like they'll also hang out. You know, it's not, it's only if they're hungry. You know, they, <laughs> they, can, they can be cool and just hang out like at a bar. 
or the you know around the pond or whatever watering hole you know or like so there's you know a lion just drinking and another animal that they would eat a gazelle for instance you know he rolls up he's like hey what's going on you know and the lion's like you know it's getting a drink it's what i'm doing here it's what i do hey so last week uh I heard your cousin Leo ate my nephew. What was that about? You know, all pissed off. And then the lion all of a sudden has to defend his cousin being a lion. Well, you know, he w- he was hungry and your nephew probably was. Well, you know, I mean, he was lazy, never had a job. He wasn't very fast. He was easily, you know, he was going to be caught from the word go. He was like one of the first ones that was going to be caught. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my cousin Leo was just doing what nature told him to. Yeah, okay. Okay, so that makes it okay. Everybody in your family can eat everybody in my family. Well, I mean, that it's kind of how we do it, whether it's okay or not. That is kind of how we do it. So I just want, I want to know if all the animals can communicate. And I want it to be true so very badly. Because to me, everything is worth putting a humorous spin on, obviously. It just, I want it to be, you know, I want it to be like the cartoon world for some reason. It's not, I, I don't know. And I feel like nothing is, is cut and dried, right? Nothing is exactly the way it seems. Everything is kind of strange. You know what else is strange? I'm thinking of this. Now, here's a scary thought, ladies and gentlemen. Thinking of this while I'm in the shower. I'm soaping up and I'm thinking... There's, we are so lucky that some dudes long ago somehow thought, hmm, grog stink, need soap, you know? Somebody came up with that somehow. And, you know, I was told to research this before I talked about it, but did I? No. So somebody first came up with like, right, burning wood and using the ashes and then rendering fat and mixing that all together somehow. And then now I smell like, well, Old Spice says I smell like Fiji. I don't know. Sniff myself. I've never been to Fiji, but Fiji must smell excellent because that body wash smells real good. And I used it. I was in a hurry because I was really lollygagging. So I did not get to... uh, Okay, I may or may not have not done the show when I should have. I didn't do it earlier, and I was dragging my feet terribly. And here we are, me up against time, taking a, you know, a 38-second shower to try and, you know, be able to record and get it all in so it would come out in less than an hour, right? Because right now it's after 11 o'clock on Monday morning. And I, I try to get it out on noon on, on Mondays. But so we're very lucky, right? Because everybody, in the beginning, we didn't know anything. And now all these things that we take for granted and we have for, you know, years and years and years. And when I say years and years, I don't mean 20. I mean like a thousand. You know, somebody initially had to figure that shit out. So we're lucky that somebody came before us or millions of somebody's came before us so that we can now not smell like dung, I guess. Right? That's 
<laughs> that's, I mean, but here's the other thing is, you know, oh man, I like when my man smells like this. Okay. Initially though, your man smelled like woolly mammoth dung and you guys still had children because the species kept going. Think about that. Think about that. Curling up with a, curling up with a beautiful young lady with armpits hairier than yours that smelled like elephant ass. That's a bad deal. That's an absolutely bad situation. Nobody, nobody thinks about how good we have it. I mean, ladies, your man comes home work, he smells a little bad because he's been working hard, you know, or guys, same thing. Your lady's been busting ass, you know, working or running around with the kids or doing stuff you don't want to do, you know, doing your laundry and shit like that or whatever it was, man, if, if we stink, whatever, you know, if you love me, you love them, even if they stink. That's what I've learned. That's what I've learned. I've stunk a lot. No question about that. But we, uh, we are still working on getting, getting everything right. Aren't we? It's, and I don't know that we ever will. As soon as it's close to right, we're like, oh, you know what? We could do better because we're never satisfied. And I don't know if never being satisfied has, I guess it's helped us to push on as a society. But at some point you're like, okay, let's just take a damn breath for a second. <laughs> it seems like, because I always hear that. It's like, oh, never stop, never stop pushing, never this. This is how I have to have 88 hustles because I never have enough. And I guess I must be a lazy pig because I enjoy time with the people I care about. I enjoy laughing and, you know, visiting and sitting down to a, a meal with people that are important to me. And it doesn't have to be, you know, steak, lobster, a giant 18 course meal on Easter Sunday or whatever. You know, today I'm going to have some hot dogs on the grill. It's all good. Anything is good. If, if you, or having sharing a meal with people you care about, you know, there's nothing that there's nothing better than that in my mind. And to me, that really all holidays should be just that. Should just be, you know, spending time sharing a meal, whatever, with people that are important to you, you know, and then sneaking half a hot dog to your dog. It's also super important. And it as far as the dog's concerned, that really is the the spirit of the holiday is either getting something from you or if you have several people over, getting a little something from everyone because Otis and Emily are masters at that because they know, they know that Patrick, for sure, my son Patrick and his wife Haley, they're, they are good. They'll, because they own dogs also. And my boy Travis does too. So, you know, my dogs would be like, mm, you guys clearly understand the whole dog-human situation. Now, you are my tool. Give me food. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time I have for today. I hope you guys have a good and safe holiday. And uh, take care of yourselves until I talk to you next week. Do me a favor and stay manly.